So hi folks, this podcast is recorded in a house with animals, one of whom is clinging to me like a tree sloth right now. It's adorable, but also the cat is a real pain in the ass. Yes, he is. Uh, so just keep that in mind, that there may be animal-related interruptions in this and the interviews. Hello, Sergey. Yes, that's my ear. Uh, the other thing is <laughs> that... We swear. Oh, do we swear? Yes. We swear so much. Otherwise, this is not an adult podcast, except we have to mark it as explicit because it can only be either clean or explicit. There is no middle ground. So this is PG-13 for strong language. Yes. Such as the kind Kevin will use when Sergey attempts to dismount using all of his claws. He can't dismount using all of his claws because I have my one of my fingers in his little paw pads and he can't. There he goes. Um, although he did catch my nipple on the way down so hi welcome to productivity alchemy episode 103 that episode that starts with cat claws catching your nipple is can only go up it's yeah no it's it's one of those things and so one of those things uh, we should talk about our productivity this past week because uh, uh, i'm trying new on, things you have, i was i was oh. on a family vacation thing trip so Nothing. I'm out. Nada. <laughs> okay then. Just that. It's just that's just it. Nope. Got nothing done. So there. That's that's fair. Uh, do Do you have any uh, guilt or or feel bad about any of that? I know sometimes you do. No, this one I I feel. I can't even say it's mild irritation because it, I mean, it was my cousin's 50th. I, I am glad that we went and hung out. It was good to do family togetherness. Um, that, yeah. And so, nope, it was, it's just a thing. Nothing got done. All your, all your family togetherness needs are taken care of for a while, though. I have, I have very low family togetherness needs. Um, <laughs> this is no slam on my family. This is just, in general, this is how I am with my friends, too. I cannot see you for two years, and I will not know two years has passed, and I will just pick up. It's not like I'm like, oh, I haven't seen them for a long time. I'll be like, mm. it's you. Hey, it's great to see you again. Uh, when did we last hang out? Was it a month ago? And they'll be like, it's been two years. And you'll be like, okay, well, I guess that was a while. You're you're uh, also the one who'll go, uh, I'll be like, oh, yeah, so-and-so's kid is graduating high school. And you're like, already? Didn't they? Weren't they just... In, like, kindergarten? Yeah. And I, occasionally I'll be like, so-and-so's having a, a fifth birthday party for their kid. And you're like, isn't that kid in college already? Uh, so Apparently there there is maybe a thing called time blindness. And if there is, then <laughs> I would like to volunteer as the uh, poster child. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. You, you always have a little bit of trouble with linear time on that. Uh, it's an ongoing refrain throughout the many... Units of time. Many, many units of time. Yes. Now, I, I will also note, Sergey, don't mess with the cord, buddy. Please, don't. Oh, my God. Um, so, the other thing is that we are a week away from Anthrocon. Jesus. The panic is beginning. Yep. Yeah. So, just, just making a note of that. And I mean, I plan to dedicate the evenings from now until Anthrocon to con prep. Mm-hmm. Sergey, you're me please don't mess with the cord for my head. Oh my god, he's being a. When we go to break, I'm gonna I'm going to remove said cat from the room or something. I don't know. I don't know what he wants, but apparently it's 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 not food. It's not snuggling. Has his litter box been cleaned recently? Yesterday, before you came home. I think your cat's just an asshole. I'm I'm wondering if he isn't trying to clear a space to sleep. 
Ah, that this is be. this is something he's been doing lately is is sleeping on my desk while I'm working right around this time. And if things aren't to his liking, don't eat the USB-C cord, buddy. Things aren't just to his liking. He he starts to arrange them. You know who else frequently clears uh, uh, things on the desk to sleep? Sofa Wolf Press? No, not to my knowledge. If okay. they do, that's between them and their god. Sorry. Uh, Tordy, who's right behind you. Oh, yeah? Does she do that to your desk? Oh, God, constantly. Yeah. Oh, okay. if, I'm, if I go to sit up there, she's like, yay, you're at your desk. And she goes, leaps up, and immediately flops out. And that's why I had to go to the under oh, tray right, keyboard right, the under... to keep the cat yeah. from laying on my keyboard. Yeah. Oh, it's, my. They want to be close. Mm-hmm. Well, Sergei doesn't want to be close until he's ready to be close, and then he will be close whether you want him to be or not. Yeah. It's a it's a thing. He's kind of kind of like a parasite in that regard. Mm-hmm. Like one of the lumpy yes, ones. That... You're... Yes. Okay. Are you happy now? Is this the spot you? I think this is what he wanted. Cats yeah. are cats are particular about their spaces. Oh yes. Wanted a specific way. So which we can both relate to because how much time have you spent organizing your your office? I have I have been been tuning my office a lot lately. Uh, I picked up a hinge dock for my work computer since it doesn't move all the time, and this is a great way to prevent the cats from walking on it. Mm-hmm. Also, it gets it out of the way. So for those of you who don't know, the hinge dock is a dock specifically made for MacBooks. Uh, work provided me a MacBook Pro, and it's a vertical dock. So you can see it over there. I mean, but, I can see it. Yeah, the, the whole thing is instead of having the whole thing footprinted out and keyboard and and the mouse or keyboard and whatever close the laptop drop it in plug in your peripherals in my case i've got a work provided monitor i've got a usb hub where i've connected my keyboard and trackball because i prefer trackball to the trackpad anyway um and it works really great i'm actually really pleased with it and it has freed up so much space on my desk in order for a cat to sleep there. In order for, well, that's the thing. He was sleeping there anyway. It's just he was doing it behind the laptop screen, which meant that I would be trying to adjust the laptop screen so I could look at it, and he would be pushing back with his shoulder. <laughs> and this actually made uh, life a lot easier. Also, I was able to pick up a nice ergonomic keyboard, uh, one of my favorite keyboards, and adjust the height on the desk a little bit, which did result in one point on Friday of me having to hard reset the desk. I know, right? Hard reset. The so, desk. so the desk is an electric sit stand. Oh, right, right. The right. Reset. Okay. So I went to lower it, and it got caught on one of the other, like a power strip that I have behind it, and so it came out tilted. And oh. I'm sitting here going, something seems wrong about this, and I'm putting down like round things and watching them just roll off the side. And then I was like, okay, so I have to figure out, I have to find out how to reset the desk to get it back to level and reset all my my heights so um standing desks love them or hate them i actually love this one uh or i like standing desks in general i'm trying to stand more since i i need to move around more and of all things uh my workplace they're very very big on ergonomics and making sure you're not going to get any repetitive stress injuries or things like that. Very good. There's very actually good. a class they gave us at on the very first day of, so you're working from home now. Here's what we recommend and what we will help buy you. Um, they have a very nice, here's, you know, a very nice uh, program so that you can get reimbursed for home office things. Cool. cool. Within a certain amount of money. 
Um, but I already had most of it. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Um, so it's just been little things here or there. Uh, so I'm trying to do that. I'm also trying some new to-do techniques. Tell us about your new to-do techniques. Yeah, that's the, that's the big thing. So I've been having some difficulties with focus, right? There is a whole lot of stuff I have to learn. And there's a whole lot of stuff I need to kind of be tracking. And it's really easy, especially with, you know, Slack and email and all that stuff to sort of let myself get out of let my attention sort of jump around a lot. So I've been trying Pomodoro technique and I picked up some, I actually went and looked over a whole bunch of software while you were on the family trip. It's like, well, she's gone. What will I do? Do I sit around in my underwear and play video games all day? Or do I record interviews for productivity alchemy and then go through to-do list managers? Guess which one I did. There are two kinds of people in the world and yeah. you're the other one. Yes. Um, so... Anyway, uh, I've been using an app called Pomo Done, which talks to do programs, which is kind of useful. That means that I'm not like having to copy things from one system to another. I can just go to a drop down and say, okay, this is the thing I'm working on and start my timer. For those of you who don't know or haven't been listening long, the Pomodoro technique is named for the tomato timer that the creator used to develop the technique in the eighties. So there's a lot of like tomato to do and tomato timer apps and things like that out on uh, the various app stores. What you do is you set basically a, a time period. The recommended starting point is 25 minutes. So you have the timer, you set the timer for 25 minutes. You focus on the task you're doing for that 25 minutes. And then at the end of the, when it goes bing, you take a five minute break and you break your time up into pomos tomatoes, right? And the number of tomatoes, you, you can actually start by tracking the number of, of, of tomatoes it takes to get something done. You can start looking at going, oh, well, I need to do this thing again. It's going to take me X amount of time. For, uh, th this is great. Uh, freelancers use it. People like, you know, in tech use it. It's um, a very useful technique and I'm using it to help me like kind of force me into the idea that, all right, for this 25 minutes, I'm focusing on this thing and this thing only. I'm closing my email. I'm minimizing Slack so it's out of the way, that sort of thing. But it keeps me also from falling down rabbit holes, which is a big thing when I'm reading documentation now. It's like reading documentation and how to do this. And the documentation refers to something else that may be unrelated to what it is I'm actually trying to do, but then I end up spending an hour going down that rabbit hole of this other thing that is just mentioned in passing in the doc. So I'm trying to use it to, to help me stay on task and force me to take breaks. I can see it. Yeah. One of the things I'm really bad about is just sitting here for eight hours straight, nine hours straight. I'll get up to go to the bathroom. I'll get up to get lunch and I'll bring my lunch right back to the table. Yes. Right. It is something I have been historically bad about. This sort of gives me a framework to force that break, you know, and if I know I'm going to be in a meeting for an hour, I'll set the timer for an hour and then take five minutes after the break. Or if I know something's going to take me an hour or I want to spend an hour instead of just like 25 minutes on it, set the timer, take a five minute break. It also has a, the, the one I use Poma done, um, and I'm going to put a link in, uh, also has a setting for a longer break. So there's 
in the Pomodoro technique, there's also a concept of after so many cycles, you should take a longer break, not just a five minute, but like a 20 minute break so that you can kind of clear things out of your head. Right. Right. So that would be like a go out and see the chickens. Kind I can of break go out or... and like see the chickens and hang out a little bit with the chickens in five minutes. Oh, okay. That, that it hasn't stopped me. Um, but it does allow me to keep myself on track because I can have that list of, of what's in my to-do list. And then, okay, I'm going to start a timer on this one. I'm going to start a timer on that one. The other thing I've started using is Todoist again. Uh, because Todoist is one of the apps supported by Pomo Done. And instead of having to copy things or worry about some weird sync setup or something, I just add it to Todoist. And suddenly it is magically on my list of um, tasks. To cool. time and do. Yeah, no, it is really cool. And they support a whole bunch of other stuff. Todoist is the one that seems to work the best. I remember how much time and effort you devoted to making things sync on Linux. Right. Yeah. And, and I'm not saying that was wasted time. I do not believe that things you learn while doing are wasted, but mm -hmm. I know it was a lot of time. It was a lot of time. And this is a web these are web services with local apps right that makes it a lot easier to do this sort of thing so it's like i go in i sign into pomodon i say okay connect to todoist and it's like okay and and now pick the lists you want to use in the timer they also i was trying it with evernote uh my problem with evernote is that uh they have really streamlined it down and in some ways that's great and in other ways it doesn't fit my use case so much anymore yeah i stopped using Evernote. yeah well also because the mac version was ass but they yeah I, i've been looking at the newer mac version and it is i'm just like i just want to do this one like i just want uh to-do lists and to have those go to like reminders or to uh you know one of the other tools i've got and they're just like, nah. I used to have this whole integrations thing of these apps work with Evernote, and you can use it for this and that. And all that seems to have just been streamlined down into, we are a note-taking app that you can do checklists in. And they support Markdown, which is always cool. Uh, but, you know, there, there's that. Uh, OmniFocus, one of my favoriteest apps in the whole world, is too heavy for me. And it doesn't sync with calendars anymore. That one was really, really frustrating when I was looking at it to say, do I want to use OmniFocus? I'm like, yeah, I, I, all right, so how do I get my calendar stuff in here? And they're like, yeah, nah, we don't do that anymore. And I'm like, uh, time out, time out. Let's, yeah. Uh, Things is a favorite, but again, it really only talks to Apple's reminders, which I'm not against. I do kind of like the reminders in, from Apple and iOS and Mac OS. But the, the side effect is with things when you say, and it says, oh, you have a new, you've added a new reminder. Do you want to bring it into things? You say, okay, well, it takes it out of reminders and puts it in things. So oh. it's very grabby. And the only way to, to put data into it from other places without like typing or whatever is to email a special address at the things sync server and it will add it as a to-do. Oh, really no. annoying. Yeah, yeah, way too clunky. Yeah. A lot of this, a lot of this is focused on this idea of you're going to use our app and only our app and we'll, we'll throw you a bone with some other things. Um, there's 
one other app that I used uh, a long time ago, Midnight Inbox, and they're like, we're coming out with a new version in 2019. They haven't updated in like five years. So I'm really excited to see what they're doing with that one. They made the original version free, which is kind of nice because it's, if you use the getting things done methodology, it's a really good app. But again, it doesn't talk to anything but Midnight Inbox. Mm-hmm. You know, that's the, been the big drawback. Todoist... Not as fancy as some of the others, but works. Pomo done, not as fancy as some of the others, and it works. And the two integrate. So that's what I've been using like this last week. Cool. Um, and it's we'll see how it works out. I have to, the big thing now is building the habit of starting the timer when I'm starting a task. Because if I don't start the timer, what good does it do me? Absolutely. So I'm, I'm, I'm rebuilding that. Um, and it, also has a uh, thing in the app where you can say, okay, make the timer sound. So it's going tick, 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 tick. The entire time you're, you're using it drives me up a wall. Yeah, I, I would I would have to go screaming yeah. berserk. But you can turn it off. There's okay. an off switch, which is really cool. So, you know, that's, that's what I've been doing the past week. Building your new rut. Excavating your new excavating rut. Excavating my new rut just in time to go away for five days. <laughs> hey, yeah. <laughs> It's always the way I am. I am next year. I'm just not going to go anywhere. Right. Except like I have like three cons, but or trips, but only those no more not going anywhere. Yeah. No, I'm, I'm kind of with you. We did, we were doing a lot of traveling this year and it would be nice to spend an extended period at home. I mean, it would be nice to be here for all of spring so that I could actually keep the garden under control for a couple more minutes. Yes. That would be for, for, for a couple more weeks. Yeah, really. <laughs> weeks, minutes, I would be, I'd be happy. Minutes, yeah. Uh, and thinking of being home, I mean, this happened while we were home. I, I have to, those of you who don't follow us on Twitter, uh, yeah. who have, have, you know, who have been keeping up with us and the chickens, uh, we did lose, lose a hen this week. I don't know what got her, but uh, everybody else is fine. Looks like Lorge might have taken some damage to some tail feathers. So I'm thinking that the reason it was only one hen was because Lorge did what roosters are supposed to do. Yes. Uh, we were very sad that, uh, and for for many of you, this is the shocking part, that little goth hen is no longer with us. We have no idea where she is. Uh, she just disappeared one day. We We suspect that probably something went for one of her chicks and she... Tried to take them out and yeah. got taken out instead, but all the chicks are fine. Oh, yeah. So that would certainly indicate she held the line until the rooster got there. Yes, and the rooster, I guess say, that's he. the most worse for where he is is he's got some damage to two of his tail feathers. Yeah. So I'm... Well, there were a couple. Uh, there were a couple wing feathers. Uh, oh, really? Uh, uh, in the driveway that had been snapped. Oh, really? Yeah, I, I didn't see those. I, he, yeah. he was he was beaten on something. And, he he yeah. took some. Yeah. So uh, we're very grateful to have Lord Rooster around and doing his job apparently as effectively as he can. Uh, part of the problem is that little Goth and the chicks were a little ostracized from the rest of the flock and it's a lot harder for him to keep things away if his flock isn't together. Yeah. So I'm currently working on integrating the flocks. 
and I am very sad it was little goth oh, because yeah. she was she was my favorite chicken. Mm-hmm. I, I won't lie. She she had a lot of personality, but when chickens free range, this is they're they're somewhere between pets and wild birds in a weird hinterland. Yeah. I I go every time I think about it, I go back to the uh goose free range goose farmer in Spain. Or France or wherever yeah, he was, yeah. who's doing the free-range foie gras. I mean, this is like humanely raised. They're not stuffed. There's a whole episode on um, This American Life about it. It is an amazing thing. Uh, but they they ask, what if a predator gets one of your geese? He says, then it is not my goose. It is God's goose. Yeah. Then it's God's goose. So I've I've had to sort of adjust the, while they're here with me, they're mine. If something gets them, then they're not mine anymore. Yeah. You know. And the um, one nice thing is that uh, it it always seems to be very quick. Oh yeah, it's yeah, not like so. there's there's a fight and a mess in the front that needs to be cleaned up. No, no, it's, it's just like yeah, yeah, they disappear, so. yeah. Uh and we're sad but they have fabulous lives while they are here. They are fed mealworms until oh they my. can hardly move no they, <laughs> okay. they move around a lot they yeah. they get a little entitled about it oh they're strong independent chicken now yeah hanging out on the front porch wondering why there aren't more mealworms <laughs> oh no yes. no no she's checking out the nest box i keep out there for uh, the, yeah. that she and dotson used in the winter um anyway <laughs> but uh we we still have we still have chickens oh there. yeah uh, some of the chicks are growing into personalities. Oh, and, yeah. Uh, Dotson the rooster uh, is the father with a black Sumatra yes. hen of several chicks, and if any of them are hens, we will be we, getting they one. Will be, yeah. Dotson, so. of course, went to live with our friend Andrea, and Lorge, who is with her, has come to stay with us. Yes, because Dotson so. decided he hated me. Yes, and Lorge has been a great, just, he's a good co-worker. Yes. Yes. He is. He is definitely not a pet. He is an, a business associate. He, no, I mean, <laughs> he's he's. Oh my god, it is ridiculous. Somebody somebody asked if we were having like morning standups, and I'm like, <laughs> I mean, I do go out there in the morning with my coffee and provide the mealworms, and he stands there to go, okay, he's just we, we good today, and we're good today. All right then, <laughs> uh, you know. I mean, yeah. he, he lodges his complaints about there not being enough mealworms, and sometimes he gets what he wants, and sometimes he <laughs> doesn't, because I gotta f- be fiscally responsible here. Uh, yes, with the mealworms. <laughs> D- look, I mean, okay, it's like $40 for five pounds of mealworms. And but... they're extremely lightweight, so oh, that's, yeah, uh, that's it's, not, it's a lot you know, of mealworms. Uh... It's just, I don't... I mean, if he had his way, I would be out there every hour on the hour dumping out scratch and <laughs> mealworms. of mealworms. Yeah, so... <laughs> <sighs> anyway, anyway, so enough about our chickens, yep. and uh, uh, yep. thank you to everyone who's expressed mm-hmm. their condolences. Yes. We are, yeah, but we are coping. Yeah, but even even through that, they're they're still a great thing to go outside and just sort of chill out with for four or five minutes before going and and tackling the next thing in the cycle. Yep. So, and we should tackle the next thing in the cycle on the show. Yes, I have a great interview. I had an amazing time talking to friend of the show, a uh, longtime listener and writer, Star. Yay! And Hi, so, Star. yeah. So we're going to go ahead and uh, go talk to Star about how she stays productive now that she is no longer a full-time employee and is retired. I mean, it's, it's a fascinating thing. So we'll be back right after this. Smokey! 
Hi, folks. I'm really excited this week. I am here with longtime listener, longtime commenter, Star. And Star has had some some really exciting changes in her life recently and want to talk about it. So we set this up. So, Star, can you do a better job introducing yourself than I just did? And tell us what you do, or in your case, what you did. Okay. I am Star Picucci. Uh, I was a PeopleSoft developer until February, when due to the joys of government contractors, uh, I was no longer a developer, uh, and I was aggravated about it. Mm -hmm. I had hoped to retire in about two years, and so I called my financial advisor. I talked to my husband. I crunched a bunch of numbers and said, do I have to deal with this bullshit? Can I just (laughs) not work? Can I just be done? Yeah. Yeah. Um, So technically, I think I'm on trial retirement, (laughs) air quotes, uh, (laughs) until August, at Mm -hmm. which point there's another sit down, crunch all the numbers, make sure it's working financially. Right. And then... I'm officially retired. So I'm doing uh, part-time Uber driving. Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm driving two and a half days a week. I'm loving it. I'm volunteering. I'm cleaning the house. I'm planning trips. I'm having lunch with friends. <laughs> it's something you, you haven't been able to do for a while? I know. And, uh, and it turns out we both have more time. Because instead of I get off work at 5, I get to where I pick up my husband at 5.30, mm-hmm. we get home at 6, I'm there at 5 o'clock to pick him up, Yep. and we have more time, and all the things mm-hmm. like going to the grocery store and running errands is already done. Yeah, right? That's, so, the, that's the thing we, I miss. Yeah, uh, we both have more time. Mm-hmm. Yeah, having recently started a job, I'm re- adjusting to that, I can't just take two hours and go to the grocery store at 10 in the morning because because there's nothing else for me to do so yeah right 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 plus the grocery store is so much better at 10 in the morning than it is like that hour after work it it definitely is it definitely is um and in general i'm a geek i'm a board gamer i'm a science fiction fan i'm uh kind of midwest now DC area, uh, that's kind of kind of the general parts. Yeah. Okay. Um, so there's sort of a before and after that goes with the next question, and that is, how do you keep yourself organized now, and how does that compare with before? Okay. Well, <laughs> I am a long time organizer. Um, I think when I was in my teens, I was using day timers. Oh, I loved those at the time. And I I still have the boxes of some of the day timers. I've done half-size spirals and created my own. I've gone through the Franklin Covey. I've gone through David Allen. I'm an organization geek, uh, which is why my friends went, you need to listen to this podcast. And after the fourth friend told me that, I'm like, okay, okay, okay. Um, so <laughs> before I was using um, 
a kind of a modified bullet journal for work Mm -hmm. and um, sending emails between home and work a lot to try and, you know, organize Mm -hmm. things Um, and Google Calendar. Um, Right. And things kind of fell through the cracks a lot. Um, So now... Uh, Google Calendar is definitely there. I share a calendar with my... It's actually iCalendar. Um, oh, yeah. But, I mean, it's, it's Google Calendar on the back end, right? Uh, part of it. I have mm-hmm. a Google Calendar, and then I have Apple. Right, okay. iCal or whatever it is. Uh, mm-hmm. And we have a shared calendar, my husband and I, so we can coordinate that way. Um, and I have uh, my little happy planner. Oh, the happy planner. Because I heard the review on your show and I went, oh, I want one of the disc binder things. I want to play with that. And so when I was retiring, I went, I can start over again and see what I want to do. Oh, yeah. Um. So I'm playing with that. And then I do, I, I am another index card person. Oh, cool. Um. So usually when I'm, especially when I'm driving Uber or something like that, mm-hmm. Um. but sometimes when I'm sitting in you know, in bed in the mornings, I jot down things that need to be done that don't necessarily need to be scheduled. So right, right, I right, need right. to put gas in the car and I need to uh, turn in the lotto ticket that was worth $4 and I need <laughs> to stop by CVS and, you know, get things. And so all those things, as I think of them, either when I'm driving, mm-hmm. I just jot them on the visor and then I scratch them off, or if they're not done by the end of the day, I put them in the next day in the happy planner. And my rule on my happy planner is I can only do as many things as there are lines. (laughs) So if it doesn't fit, it has to go to the next day. There you go. Yeah. Because I have days. You have Um, have lots of days. You do. Yeah. I do. I Mm -hmm. do. Um, So... And I do some sort of, you know, kind of light bullet journaling in my happy planner, mostly the the square box, mm-hmm. the arrow forward type of things. Um, my trusted list for mm-hmm. long term things is Remember the Milk. Oh, what a great app. So that's, you know, set up for places we want to travel, restaurants we want to try, things that I want to fix around the house. Mm-hmm. Uh, big projects I want to get to someday that I'm finally getting to some of them. Uh, <laughs> those things are all in Remember the Milk. Right. But right. I don't look at it on any more than like a monthly basis. Yeah, it's not like um, – at one point I had the, the iCal feed for it sitting in the, the task list bar of my – uh, uh-huh. my regular calendar, and I was like, you know, maybe having that list of some days right there front and center where I'm staring at every day is not the best thing in the world. Yeah, yeah. but it's it's kind of my trusted someday, so I know I can put it on there mm-hmm. and know that eventually I'll see it and do it or, or not. Yep. Um, and I don't have to worry about keeping track of all that stuff. Um, let's see. Anything else that's on? I made notes, of course. <laughs> um, oh, and then I'm doing a lot of trip planning. So I've Ooh. got my my Voyager mole scheme. Oh, those are so nice. Whatever yeah. trip I'm doing. So currently, 
I am planning a trip to Italy. So I've got everything from what's going on day by day to my little drawn map of Vatican City. Oh, oh, wow. Um, I'm impressed with that. I mean, I'm a terrible um, cartographer in our D&D group, so I'm really impressed with that. <laughs> yeah, and some of them some of them are taped and pasted in and stuff, but um, but all the different things on the cool cruise we're taking. Oh, that's awesome. You're going to Malta, you're going to Crete. Oh, I'm so jealous. That's yeah. Italy, Italy and Greece are one of those places that's on our our list of of some days. Yeah, um, this was this was top of the bucket list, mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. there was a odd chain of events that um, my beloved tribe is going. Uh, so my ex and her husband and the god, my god kids, mm-hmm. their kids, and my husband and I are all going. There's seven of us going on this trip. <laughs> so it is uh, pretty awesome. That is that is that is very awesome. Um, yeah. And yeah. I have the time to plan it and everyone else is like, "Yay, I'm going to get on a plane." And you're going to say, "Do you want to do X or Y?" Or <laughs> here's three restaurants, which one? Yeah. Um, so they're all kind of excited that they don't have to do the work. Oh, yeah, no, that's a huge thing. That's a huge and thing. I'm loving doing the work. So yeah, and it it's not like you've got the stress of okay, I have to take care of business. I'm putting that in right. air quotes and right. do my nine to five, and then I'm gonna come home, and then then it becomes a chore when it when it can be something fun. It's absolutely fantastic. Right, right, right. Yeah. And then we also do a yearly anniversary party. Mm-hmm. Um, so we travel to a different city every year, invite some friends invite the friends that live in that area have a fancy dinner have some cocktails do stupid tourist stuff (laughs) um so i plan one of those every year so nice um, when i get back from italy i'll start planning next spring well you know next year just i'm just saying since since your fandom and all that you know Worldcon is in wellington new zealand next year yeah no and they're talking about doing it earlier because otherwise it's the middle of winter. Right. Yeah. No. I, no? I have put in my, my uh, voting for mm-hmm. uh, DC. Oh, so yeah. Yeah. I, uh, I'm a sometimes Worldcon person. <laughs> I, got, I got too sucked into it. Yeah. And so I had stepped back and went, yeah, okay. Um, I go down to RavenCon and MarsCon. Okay. Uh, Little local cons because they're fun, mm-hmm. um, and other cons became work. So I've said no. I'm I'm doing the fun. Yeah, it's oh, yeah. not fun. I I don't need to do it. And I got to say, MarsCon the the people at MarsCon the year uh, Ursula was artist guest were just phenomenal. Really good people. Yeah. 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 Um, it's a fun little comment. Yeah. Unfortunately, it was a year the fleet was out, so it wasn't as populous as it has been in some years right right (laughs) yeah but uh for those for those who don't know uh, this is a convention that's held in um williamsburg virginia which is just outside of norfolk where the big naval base is and so if the fleet is in dock when the con rolls around you get a lot of the uh, navy fandom showing up and there's a lot of them a whole lot of them yeah 
Yeah. Well, yeah, if if uh, DC gets the Worldcon bid, I expect we'll be there. So, yeah. you know, yeah. it's it's not like it's far to go all six <laughs> hours of it. <laughs> right, right. So, all right, so we've done all this stuff, all the organizational stuff. Wow, this is really cool. And, um, you know, and I, I dabble in other mm-hmm. things and stuff like that, but, you know, these are the ones that have seemed to have settled currently. Cool. Uh, when I was uh, reclaiming my office craft area, <laughs> I ran across all kinds of, you know, the old day timers right. and, you know, that type of stuff mm-hmm. and looked through them and went, oh, yeah, I've been doing this a while. Oh, yeah. Did you ever do the thing with the um, with the Franklin Covey where you bought the page templates like the software and the tear out sheets and you printed it yourself and put it in the thing? No, I never did the Franklin Covey uh, notebook, but I did okay. the Seven Habits class. Okay, okay, yeah. The yeah the 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 notebook there was it was the, I think that was possibly the part that got me hooked on the whole uh-huh. thing years ago was when I realized that there's a piece of software and if I need a particular form or something I can just go print it out on my own printer. Uh, right. Versus trying to cut the paper and punch the holes and all that stuff. It's like, oh, they have pre-punched, pre-perforated paper. All I have to do, oh, I got to have one of those. And then I've, I've got a moleskin that I carry with me that has, you know, a section for doctor's notes and a mm-hmm. section for, you know, that type of stuff. But it has my mission statement from Franklin Covey. Oh, my God. You did the whole, yeah. I did. <laughs> my mission statement. From From how long ago? Um, 15 years ago. Okay, so so here's another. Let's... But I rewrite it every year. Oh, you rewrite it every year. So you well, go I, back and you review. I'll it forward and mm-hmm. see if it's still relevant. Okay, okay. Um, I haven't really changed it. <laughs> uh, it's titled Be Selfish. Okay. Make the world the place you want to live in by sharing your story and connecting with others. Live your life openly and honestly with integrity and authenticity. Make sure you communicate clearly, not only with others, but with yourself. Mm-hmm. Actions speak louder than words, so be sure to walk your talk. Clearly state your expectations. Verbalize your wants and needs, for no one can give you what you do not ask for. Take time to listen to the lyrics, drink the wine, taste the food, talk with friends, Pet the cat and recharge where it is safe and warm. Trust your instincts and never fear the truth. Life, learn life's lessons without becoming cynical or bitter. When life is overwhelming, keep going. Knit the next stitch and walk the next step. Love yourself. Be selfish. Wow. Okay, that's... Yeah. that's... It is still <sighs> very, very relevant. And there was... So much in it at the time. And it's it's still so deep. I mean, there's still yeah. so much to oh I'm gonna have to I'm gonna end up listening to that clip probably about six times. Just yeah. just so I can catch on all the, the nuances. Cause I'm sitting here and I'm just like slack jawed. It's wow. Okay. Every once in a while I get profound and that was one <laughs> of the times. So yeah, I make sure I read that at least once a month. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Cause it really is kind of my my touchstone, my ethics, my how I want to 
base my life. Right. Wow. Which actually partially answers the question, what systems and habits are valuable to you? Having that statement and rereading it monthly, that's a habit. And obviously, it served you very, very well for many, yeah. many years. Yeah. 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 Um, you know, once a month, I, you know, kind of read that. I'll look through my Remember the Milk and see if anything calls me up. Um, I figure out three things I want to plan the next month. You know, usually... Mm -hmm like dinner with X or go visit this museum or this thing, uh, kind of three big things that would take some planning and coordinating with others. Right. Right. Um, and then, you know, I decide what my project I'm working on that month is. Mm -hmm. uh, so for a couple months after I retired, it was put the books on a bookshelf in order. Oh, not just get them on the bookshelf, but make sure they're in some semblance of order so you can find right. them. Wow. Right. Okay. Yeah. You're right. still and ahead of us on that one. Yeah. Three deep. I actually have a uh, uh, card boxes, magic card boxes. Oh yeah. Yeah. So there's a stacked layer. Oh, uh, so you can see them. Right. Oh right. yeah. Yeah. So, that he says, looking at his own stacks of books over there. Yeah. <laughs> that was the first project. Um, and the motivation for that was I still had boxes of books. And mm -hmm. we have guests coming for the month of July. And they're staying in that room. So oh, yeah. I to find that room. So. Yep. Yep. I mean, that was certainly what we, uh, we had going on. Like, okay, we have everything packed for China. But all the leftovers, all the packing all of it happened in the guest room and now we have to clean that out so that because someone's going to stay there while we're gone okay right yeah right we uh we're currently uh packing everything in the guest room and the night before we go the others are coming here and staying mm -hmm. here so we uh tonight have to close up suitcases yeah yeah oh then we scheduled this right on time it's like the cusp yeah yeah uh they show up tomorrow we leave saturday Fortunately, you should probably a uh, month of. Uh, you may not be back by the time this one goes on the air. Just saying. Oh, okay. <laughs> well, maybe uh, I'll be lounging on a cruise boat, drinking something with rum and an umbrella in it. There you go. Yeah. There you go. Yeah. So, what other what other habits or, um, or systems are valuable so to you? My, yeah. How I deal with stress and anxiety mm -hmm. is I plan more. <laughs> uh, which is actually a really useful way to deal with my stress and anxiety. Right. Um, I learned long Hold ago on. that if I'm Sm anxious smoking, about something and I write down the steps that need to be done to do it, mm -hmm. break it down, then it helps relieve some of the anxiety for it. Right. Um, so yeah, you take it down to those manageable chunks is what it is. Right. Yeah. Right. And sometimes a step is, panic you know well, yeah and you know i give myself time to actually you know i i have to panic it's on the list <laughs> so that's what i'm doing i have um, to remember to tell ursula to uh put panic on the list of things to do yeah get it out of the way yeah um the other thing uh mm -hmm. the other habit and that's useful is boundaries uh, oh i took care of my grandma for the last four years of her life 
uh, not in the house, but at a uh, assisted living about 10 miles from here or right, 10 minutes from right. here. Um, and determining what I could do and what I couldn't and what I needed to keep me healthy, healthy so that I could be the good cop. <laughs> and take her out for dinner and take her to the beach and take her to the ball games mm-hmm. and let the place where she was living be the bad cop. <laughs> um, and that's what really worked for us. Yeah. Um, but I learned to, no, I can't do that tonight. Mm-hmm. This is my massage night. I will not change that. You know, unless you're in the ER, I'm going to my massage. So. Yeah, and it's it's hard, especially when it's a parent or grandparent and relative with that, because well, especially when there's some dementia. Oh and yeah, yeah. All that combined with it. But Oof. Yeah. yeah. I I got really really good at boundaries, uh, <laughs> and that's been really useful. Mm-hmm. Okay. So, oh, let's do this one next instead of the other one. How do you decide what to do on a given first on a given day? Um, I mean, you've probably pre-planned it at that point. <laughs> so usually the first thing is to drive my husband to work. Um, okay, yeah. He doesn't drive. I'm the, mm-hmm. I'm the chauffeur. Uh, usually the first thing is things that others are depending on me for. So if I'm pet sitting for someone's pet, if I'm promised someone I'd pick something up, if I you know, have to plan something with someone else... Uh, if I've told somewhere, I'll be somewhere at a time. Mm-hmm. Uh, those commitments happen first. Right. Because I can fit everything else in. Um, then it's, you know, look at the things that got pushed forward from yesterday. You know, are there things on the, you know, planner or the, uh, uh, you know, index card that didn't get done? Is Have I met my Uber goal for the week? Do I want to drive? Uh do I want to work on the project for the month? Uh, I have the luxury of kind of going, well, what do I feel like doing? Yeah, I, I miss <clears throat> it. It sounds weird. I miss a little bit of that, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's part of the part of the, okay, I have to rebuild everything. I um, that we talked about a couple weeks ago mm-hmm. in that uh, I, I was so used to, well, what now that all the stuff that I need to do is done, what do I what do I want to do with the rest of the day? Now it's all right, now that I've done all the, the what's next on the list of things for work, right? Right. You know, or can I take ten minutes? I try to take ten minutes like at least three times a day to go out and hang out with the chickens. Uh-huh. Right. Because that's that's sort of my my mental thing. But yeah, it's 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 about the same though, um, <clears throat> You know, what do I have left over from yesterday? What do I have to do for today? What are other people, you know, right. what's dependent on me to get other people moving forward? Right. Yeah. Right. Cool. Yeah. Yeah. So. So, you know, like a day that I'm pet sitting mm-hmm. or I'm volunteering or something like that, those days are a little more structured mm-hmm. than other days. Yeah. And since you now have sort of the free form gig economy thing going on, yeah, doing doing the Uber driving, it's like, well, you know, I'm maybe I'm Sergey bored this evening. <laughs> um, maybe I'm bored this evening. Maybe I'll go drive for a little bit. Well, I do tend to drive from when I drop my husband off to when I pick him up. 
Okay. So I drive during the day. Mm-hmm. Um, I get a lot of business people going to meetings or people going to doctor's appointments or tourists or airport runs. Yeah. Um, so. Yeah. It's, uh, and you can fit in your grocery runs and everything around that. It's like, okay, I'm going to take a break, get the groceries there in uh-huh. the trunk. Or yeah. I've ended up close to home. Mm-hmm. I'm going to turn it off now, do my errands, and then decide if I want to go back online or not. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. And I can do that. I can go, oh, there's a thrift store. Stop <laughs> Just new calls. Pause those new calls and go check yeah. out that thrift store. Yeah, sure. That's, you know, that's an interesting thing that I, I've never actually talked to someone who, other than my actual, like, Lyft driver, uh-huh. um, I've never had a chance to really talk to someone who has, who's doing, essentially doing it full time. Right. Right. And, and I'm only doing it, you know, basically two and a half days a week. Right. Um, and I do a lot of, you know, I start about 930. Mm-hmm. Then it's like, oh, it's time for a coffee. Mm-hmm. So I'll stop and, you know, read a magazine. At excuse, excuse me for one second. Sergey, get the... Where... God, he's found a new spot to get into. Um... <laughs> oh, it's behind the new laptop? No, no, he's, he's, so I have a, a shelf under the desk that's behind me. So the, the desk I record from is my main desk. Uh-huh. And then behind me, I have another desk, which is where I have all of the, I don't know if you can see it or not, but where, yeah. where my notebooks are, where the, you know, my, my, all the supplies for my, my notebooks are, things like that. Now, usually Sergey, who you probably Hi. see, yeah, is he, he'll slide stuff off the top and so I started like stashing things underneath, like I've, I've got a couple bins with some equipment in it and I've got the, you know, the keyboards I use for some other right. things. So now I'm, he climbs in the bins. He just, well, he can't get in the bins, but he can get on top of it. And this time it was, yeah, I'm just going to take that one keyboard and I'm going to knock it on the, I'm like, oh, for crying out loud. Yes. <laughs> no, you've been fed today. I don't know what your problem is, Kat. Oh, wait, it's Sergey. He's the center of the universe. Okay. Um, don't you dare. So, all right. Um, well, now you've had a chance to to do this recently. I'm guessing. Do you celebrate your successes, and if so, how? Um. So I do. Um. But on a small level. Okay. Hello. Yeah. Now, unfortunately, now he's stand decided that the place to be is in front of the camera. So it's basically cat butt in front of the camera. I'm really sorry about that. That's okay. Yeah. That's okay. And I'm not editing that, this bit out because people are going to laugh their asses <laughs> off at it. My cat will be jealous that I am looking at another cat, but <laughs> yeah. he'll come down here and, you know, I'll get two. So. Oh, yeah. Um, so I do little things like, mm-hmm. okay, I've, you know, I've just had a cash tip mm-hmm. in Uber, so I'm going to get a Fufu coffee. Because <laughs> cash tips go to Fufu Coffee. That's that's how that works. Um, and or I might say, okay, I I want I did a bunch of putting the books away, so I'm going to play my little uh, Merge Dragons game for a while, or I'm going to watch a TV show. Um, I was really nervous that I would sit and veg in front of the television, and I don't. I watch a show, and then it's like, okay, now what am I doing? 
Yeah, yeah. Um, so, yeah, things like that. Uh, but mostly just small mm -hmm. little things. Uh, my husband and I, when we accomplish something together, we have a night out at one of the tiki bars because we're big tiki fans. Right on, right on. Or I might, you know, get some lush bath stuff and have a nice <laughs> lush double bath. So awesome. That's kind of kind of the rewards mm -hmm. I do. But it's so it's so it's sort of a constant little thing instead right. of a, a saving up. Yeah, 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 yeah. Right. Yeah. Fortunately, the big things I'm gonna do. Mm -hmm. Whatever, and I plan them far enough in advance that they're not going to be rewards for things that I do. Right, they're they're a reward for reward's sake. Right. Yeah. Right. And I think they're, I think they're rewards because that's how I want to live my life. Yeah. There you go. You know go. the the things like the travel mm -hmm. and stuff like that. Yeah. So. And I realized I got I missed a question. Oh yes, I wasn't best looking advice. at best advice. Yeah, I was. I was like, all right, now this seems like we're going a little short. And, oh right, I yeah, because I'm using I'm so, using the old page with with the the uh, do first scribbled in. I oh, really uh -huh. need to reprint that. You know, yeah. it's it's two years old now. I really need to update that. Yeah. <laughs> so, I think the number one best advice mm -hmm. was when I was living in Kansas, and a friend of ours had a rubber stamp monthly get together to make the birthday cards for the month. Okay. And I am very organized. I, I'm not diagnosed OCD, but I like my CDO in the proper order. And uh -huh. I have at least a lot of traits and mm -hmm. there's no need to get diagnosed because I'm purely functional. Right. Um, but I would, you know, line up my little cards and my stamps and I'd get the ruler out and, you know, ink the stamp and put it there. And she's like, nope, you have to stamp off the edge of the paper. Oh. And I'm like, what? Yeah. Um, and she's like, no, you're just going to stamp. You're going to, I'm going to blindfold you. Oh. And you're going to put it in a random ink. And you're going to stamp randomly on this piece of paper that I'm going to move and turn around. <laughs> oh. And that was terrifying. <laughs> and then looked really good. And then I was willing to make cards that were out of my range because mm -hmm. it may not look perfect, but it was fun. And so, yeah, making me stamp off the edge of the card was really good advice. This is this is that's better than than uh, don't be afraid to draw outside the line. Stamp off the edge of the card. Yeah, um, and then the other one is trust your friends to say no. Um, your friends can't give you what you want if you don't ask them, and you need to trust that they're grown up people and go, no, I'm not going to do that, or no, I can't do that mm -hmm. now. But if you don't ask, they can't read your mind and they don't know that, you know, what you really want is for somebody to send you a postcard when they go out of town. Right. And, you know, if you don't ask, you're never going to get it. And <laughs> they're grownups and they can say, no, don't want to do that. And you're like, okay. Okay. That's fine. 
I'm not telling you you have to do this. I'm like, hey, it'd be cool. I'd like this. Yeah, and we've... <clears throat> And every time I, I I hear something like that, I think about what uh, what my cousin Susan said when when we talked to her a couple months ago, uh, and that was um, saying no is is giving someone else an opportunity, right, right, right. And, and you not only do you have to be willing to let them give someone else the opportunity, right? Trust them to say no, right. Um, but there's also the part where you need to make sure you're giving other people opportunities as well as it works, right? Yeah, right. Right. Mm -hmm. You know, and I always tell my friends, you can ask me anything because I know how to say no. Right. So you can say, hey, can you watch my cat? And I'll go, nope, it's too far. Yeah. Yeah. Or I can say, yeah, I can do that. Um, so, yeah, it's, you know, it's just, I, you know, ask and say no and trust that other people will. Yeah. No, I'm not going to watch your cat because he's an asshole. I say looking at Sergey <laughs> once again. Yeah. <laughs> all right time for that last question the big bad well maybe it's not that big a bad um but yeah, yeah. so let's see the first thing i do oh, is... oh by the way for those for those who may be first time oh. listeners the question is do you or um yeah not do you celebrate you said how do you deal with failure or when you miss a goal um so first i Blame myself for everything that I have done wrong in the last 50 years. Okay, um, yeah. And feel that everyone else is going to hate me forever because I forgot to put salt on the table, you know? Yeah, I'm the, familiar with that feeling. The, yeah. the fact that I did something wrong and the reaction don't scale. Mm -hmm. um, luckily... You know, store-bought is perfectly fine <laughs> bringing chemicals. Oh, yeah. And, and um, I don't spiral into the, I can't get out of that mm -hmm. uh, when I do something as simple as stub my toe and, you know, drop something. Yeah, I, um, I, I hated that. The, I've stubbed my toe and now I'm still kicking myself for something that happened when I was in middle school. Right. Yeah. Right. Um, and I can go, wow, I feel bad about that. And I can, you know, but that all the bad things that happened to all in my life mm -hmm. and everyone's going to hate me stops. Right. And then I get on with my life. Um, so, you know, there's the big, it depends on if it is me or if I've let someone else down. Oh, yeah, that's the hard one, isn't it? The, uh, the, whether I actually have or something, but feeling like I have, you know, slighted someone else or let them down or they were depending on me or I stood them up or whatever, um, I have learned to actually ask the question, did I actually fail your expectations? Because I am feeling... Like, you have every right to never speak to me again. Um, that's a very scary statement. Right. And most of the time people go, what did you do? <laughs> like, oh, you know, I, I misgendered you in a story and there were other people present and I didn't want to say anything. And so now 
two days later, I'm feeling so, so guilty. And they're like, yeah, it happens. You were fine the rest of the day. So whatever. Um, yeah. So I've, I've learned to kind of ask and say, I feel like I have failed you. Did I? Um, and I do the, Hey, Facebook, I feel like I've messed this up entire crowd goes, yeah, you're awesome. Yeah. Um, so, you know, I, I try and do an external check when I don't get out of the blaming myself quickly. And I've I've uh, issued apologies for things I knew I did and that were kind of chewing at me that either people didn't really notice or weren't going to make a big deal about. Right. 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 And then there's people who are pissed at me for something that, you know, I never know I did. So, you know, you can't <sighs> win. So, whatever. He says, scribbling madly, I know that one all too well, and that's why we have, and that's why I have a block button on Twitter. So. <laughs> that's why I'm not on Twitter. Yeah, well, yeah, that's, that's a, a fair statement. Um, yeah. Yeah. Hi again, Sergey. And that Sergey. leads to the segue. Mm -hmm. I am on Instagram. You are on Instagram. Okay. I'm, I'm Star Pacucci on Instagram. My husband is Lovecraft Cocktails, uh, which is both. We love drinking craft cocktails, and he's the Cthulhu fan, so <laughs> love craft cocktails. Um, so that's his is usually tiki drinks and rums and okay. mine random things. Um, and I'm on Facebook, but that's mm -hmm. you know mostly people I know in real life, and uh, mm -hmm. I do a lot of. Uh, yeah, I don't need to actually follow this person. Um, yeah. Because yeah. Facebook is my social coffee shop. <laughs> and I get to control who's in my coffee shop. There you go. Yes, absolutely. And, and there does not need to be reality in my coffee shop. There does not <laughs> need to be bitterness. And if you're mm -hmm. that way, then you can talk to other people in Facebook. So. Yeah. There, there are a couple groups that are, are either private that I belong to on Facebook because they're like, you know, perks for being in a, a Patreon or, you know, a supporter of a particular band or right. something. But other than that, I'm just like, I, I love you all. Everyone who is on my Facebook, I have some personal connection with, whether I went to school for you for the entirety of my, you know, school career or you happen to be my parents, but I don't need to listen to y'all all the time. Right, so. <laughs> right, right. Um, also, I'm a, I'm a completist, so trying to keep up with Twitter was oh yeah. Um, yeah. I was an old live journal person. Woohoo! Uh, so, and I'm sort of dabbling in what's the new one. Dream, DreamWorks, or Dream, dream no, dream, dream with. with, Dream with. Yeah. <laughs> um, but I'm I'm getting what I need mm -hmm. from Instagram and Facebook, and I don't need to have more electronic time sinks. Yeah, I've been I've been noticing I'm spending more time. I mean, yeah, I've I've still got the catch up on Twitter because I, I just. Even I'm like, oh, Ursula's just posted something about a weirdo at the coffee shop. Time to get the popcorn. 
uh, thing that happens <laughs> on Twitter. Uh, but I'm I'm spending myself with more time on um, on Instagram lately because it's just. It's like photos. Here's an awesome photo I took. Here's an awesome thing I did. And I'm finding that much more positive than a lot of yeah. the other stuff. Yeah. You know? Although there is one musical artist I follow who is a very, very angry and rightfully so left-wing vegan uh, lesbian. Uh -huh. And I'm just like, she gets a pass on the politics. Mostly because I agree with her. But also her life experience you know, has, has led her to right. push those boundaries. Plus right. she's a metal singer. If metal singers can't be extreme about something. There is that. Yeah. Is yeah. That. So. But yeah, I, mm -hmm. uh, it, you know, for me, Instagram, I, I have had people go, you know, I'm, I'm concerned about your drinking because of your Instagram. And I'm like, you know, that's not all of my life. Right. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> I don't post, hey, I uh, filed 20 books today, you know. Yeah. That, that's not on it. That might be on Facebook, but that's not on Instagram. Instagram is all the, uh, you know, extreme fun. You know, I think today I posted that I got because, you know, that's what you do before a vacation. So, yeah, yeah. Meanwhile, yeah. meanwhile, mine's all chickens and tattoos since we got back from China, so. Yeah. Yeah. Sometimes I have to check because it's not, is it your chicken or my <laughs> grandchickens? Because uh, they're both on Instagram. So. And, there are new, and there are new chickens growing up right now, so there will Aww. be, yeah. yeah. Baby chickens. Well, the, the, the thing is, the baby Jersey Giants, they're babies, but they don't look like it so much anymore. <laughs> yeah. They're like. There's a. On the way to drive my husband, there's a geese, oh, and there's God. now the gangly teenager, ugly. Oh God, those! <laughs> yes. They're so cute. Yeah, and they're, they're 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 like human teenagers. They're all sort of they're they're made of coat hangers and and feathers, and yes. don't really know how everything works, but they know how it's sort of supposed to work, and don't understand why it isn't. Right. Yeah. Right. <laughs> Um, anywhere else? Uh, no, that's no? Okay. really it. Well, my local it? tiki bar. Your local tiki bar. All right. And, and yeah, we won't talk about, we won't give exact locations at this time. <laughs> we'll let people guess at that one. Uh, generally DC area Although tiki we, bar. We yeah. travel to tiki bars. Oh, there you stuff, go. You know. All right. So I have to ask, since, since a friend brought me one back, do you have the tiki mug from the Guar bar in Richmond? No. No. Yeah. So apparently there but is on our list. Yeah, there is a Guar tiki mug at. Uh, I don't know if the Guar bar is a tiki bar, but I mean it's Guar. They can do whatever the hell they want. Right. Um But they certainly have a tiki mug. So. Yeah. Yeah. All right. Yeah, we haven't been down to Richmond for quite. A, we've driven through it, but you know, when you're driving through, you don't stop at a bar. No, no. If I'm driving through, I'm pretty much trying to get through there as quickly as possible because for some reason I always end up there right around rush hour. Right, right. And I mean, you know, going around the train station, church tower, whatever the hell that is, that's like right in the middle of 85 is a lot of fun. Don't get me wrong. It's just I want to get the rest of the way out of Richmond. Right, <laughs> right. But yeah, we've got tiki mugs from mm -hmm. 
Smuggler's Cove in San Francisco. I'm from Trader Sam's in Orlando at Ooh. Disney. And, yeah. Uh, Kahiki in Chicago and <laughs> all over the place. That's, so, that's pretty awesome. Yeah. Yeah. So, all right. Um, that's everything. I think so. Yeah. Unless there's anything else you want to talk about while we're uh, recording. I don't think so. <laughs> well, all right. Um, thank you so incredibly very much. I mean, it's just been a fantastic conversation, and I really appreciate you taking some time out of your uh, your busy retirement to talk to me about <laughs> this stuff. <laughs> yeah, it's been fun reinventing. Yeah. Yeah. I, I'm, I'm looking forward to it uh, someday. Yeah. <laughs> so... All right. Thank you so, so much. And um, and for the people at home, we'll be back right after yeah, this. It was great to talk to longtime listener, uh, letter sender, winner of a prior contest, even star, and to finally have a chance to sit down and go through how she stays productive was just uh, amazing. Sergey, you're being healthy. So we issue badges here at Productivity Alchemy. You can find out more at the website under badges. Hey, isn't that useful? Anyway, uh, this week's badge code is Uberstar. Uh, Sergey, that was my pen. I was using that. Anyway, our badge code this week is Uberstar, uh, U-B-E-R-S-T-A-R. And you can claim this week's badge with that one, the nice episode 103 badge. We have other badges too, so check that out. And that brings us to the end of another episode of Productivity Alchemy. I'm going to go do some editing and see how things are working and figure out why I just saw a chicken run by the window. So that's always fun. And for you folks at home, remember you can support us on Patreon at Ursula V where you support all of our podcasts and get all of Ursula's self-published eBooks for free. Just a little bonus there. The other thing you can do is you can buy me a coffee at uh, coffee.com, ko-fi.com slash K-S-O-N-N-E-Y. All these and a couple more options are linked at the productivityalchemy.com webpage under the support option. Hey, there you go. The other thing to mention is, of course, if you like us, if you share it, if you run into me at a convention, uh, I am incredibly grateful. And I just got in a new run of Productivity Alchemy stickers. So when we're at AnthroCon next week, then if you meet me, you will have a chance to pick up one of those stickers and one of the business cards with the secret I Met Kevin badge code. Oh, yeah. Um, so there's that, too. Anyway, I want to thank you all for listening, and everybody have a good week. And remember, stay productive.